Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that'll help you become your best self. And today we are talking about how to choose the right support people. You know, finding friends you can count on. But before we jump into that, as always, I want to come invite you to say hi to me on Instagram. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or you can send me an email to Real Positive Girl Podcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, any of those things. I have also, as I am always looking for um, topics and ideas to talk about here on the podcast, I've created a survey, uh, an anonymous survey. So if you want to click the link down in the show notes below, you can go to the survey. It has one question. It's literally, what do you want me to talk about on the podcast? Again, it is anonymous. So you're welcome to send me as many responses as you want, kind of detailing out what you'd like me to talk about, how I can best help you. There's also a couple other things down in the show notes you can check out if you want, which is signing up for my newsletter on my website, which I think I'm going to shift to coming out every single week. I am going to shift the day to Monday so you get that every single Monday, just a little bit of encouragement in your inbox, not anything too much. And you can also join the Facebook group, which is the Real Positive Girl Community Group. There's a link down there for that. And there's also, um, if you want to check out my website, I am giving away... Um, there's always like an opportunity for you to book a 30 minute free call with me just to call. You can call and talk about anything you want. You can be vulnerable. You can ask me for advice. You can just have someone to vent to whatever you need. You can always schedule it there. So check all that out, but let's go ahead and jump into today's topic, which again is how to choose the right support people, finding friends you can count on. It was always hard for me to find people I could trust with all of my vulnerable stuff, all of that vulnerable crap that I was going through, and I'm sure that I'm not the only person that has struggled with that. It's it's pretty difficult, I feel like. And uh, growing up, I never told anyone what was really going on in my life. I just hid it all and dealt with it on my own. And it's interesting because I I think at the time when I was younger, I didn't think I was doing that good of a job of hiding it all, Um, but I realized that, so I had a best friend that I had known. Um, We were like really best friends in high school, but I had basically gone to the same school with her and known her since like elementary school. Um, But even being best friends in high school, um, we didn't, like, it's funny because she, we never really talked about anything bad that was happening with me, any of the crazy stuff I was going through with my dad and my mom. And well, my, mom, my mom had passed away by then, but still anything that happened in my childhood, any craziness that was currently going on. Because years later, which I think was five or six, seven years ago when she got married and I was invited to her wedding, that was the first time. That was the first time that she had heard about anything that had gone on, anything that had gone on in my past, any of the crazy stuff that I was hiding, any of the vulnerable stuff, the vulnerable stuff that I didn't share with anyone. And it really like, it kind of impressed myself because I was like, wow, I really did keep that all under lock and key. But it also saddened me because I realized that there was a part of me that I didn't get to share with her and I didn't get to have someone to lean on um, when I was going through those hard times. I just, I just kept it all bottled up. And I don't believe that is how we should have to live our life at all. We should be able to find the right people to confide in and feel supported by. Even if that means we don't start until we're adults like me, but at least we made it. We can teach others younger than us to not do that, to 
find those people and know how to find those people and find the best people. And we're going to make mistakes in choosing people. But that's also another reason why I wanted to have this episode is to allow us to really have the uh, have tips on how to identify those people that would best fit the bill of being good, supportive people. And, you know, these people might already exist in our lives, but maybe you didn't really see them as a supportive person, and now I'll be able to give you some things to consider and decide if they are or not. Um, but it's important to have people that we can lean on because we need the people that will lift us up when we don't think we will make it, we need the people that will give us a quick word of encouragement or some hard truth uh, when times are difficult. But we also need the people that won't let us give up and will help come up with like a new plan, a new way to get to where we need to go if we feel lost, if we feel like overwhelmed and just like can't do it alone. And I just wanted to pop in a couple, <laughs> just a couple of things because if you're currently someone's support person or you want to be better at that. I wanted to throw out a few great ways you can support someone in case you needed some fresh ideas. And so it's just five quick ones. It's the first one is take something off their plate. So if you are on purpose trying to support someone, I would say that taking something off their plate. So if you, and and don't do it like aggressively, just be like, Hey, can I do this for you? I'd really love to do this thing for you. So maybe it is helping them cook dinners or cleaning up their house or taking care of their kids or running some sort of other errand that needs to happen and just taking that off their plate. So it's one less thing for them to think about, for them to deal with, with whatever else that they are may or may not be going through or having to deal with. Uh, The next one is to resist the urge to offer unsolicited advice. Even for me, like coaching people, I will ask, I will be like, Hey, can I give you some advice? Or hey, can I give you my perspective? Can I let you, can I just like help you with this problem? You know, because unsolicited advice is never cute. (laughs) So you think that you're being helpful. You think that because you've been through that similar experience, you want to share with them exactly what you did. But if they do not want that advice, uh, they're not going to want it and they're going to take it and feel offended and probably feel defensive. So resist the urge to just offer up advice, ask them if they want it. Um, try to wrap it up in a way that you think that they'll say yes to it, but don't just be throwing it out there as if you're like, you know, it's like raining in the club, like $100 bills. Like, no, that's not what it is. It's it's actually um, more pain than it is help. The third one is to speak highly of them in front of other people and show appreciation. Really, if you want to support someone, especially if they're feeling overwhelmed or they feel like they're not doing as good of a job at whatever is going on in their lives, if you really like speak highly of them and genuinely and show appreciate appreciation for them in front of others, it just boosts up their self-worth and their self-confidence a bit because they feel better about themselves and it kind of reminds them of what they were doing well and despite everything that may be falling apart around them. Uh, number four is to go with them to experience hard things if they want it. So if they need to go to an important doctor's appointment, if they need to go to an important meeting, if they need to go do something that they've been dreading to do and they say it's okay for you to come along if you offer then go with them hold their hand really walk through that experience with them and let them know that you are there for them and you are going to <laughs> dive headfirst into this uncomfortable situation with them so that they are truly not alone and number five is don't overly talk about yourself and give examples of your own life i would have to say with how many different therapists i've seen 
and experiences I've heard from other people, the and even my own, the top complaint about therapists not working out is that they talk so much about themselves. They just do. And I understand, uh, as someone that actually went to school to become a therapist, I understand that you want to relate with the client or they want to relate with the client. They want to relate with you and whatever you're going through. And they think that sharing their own story will be helpful, but there are therapists that just like, they really want to talk about themselves. And I've definitely been sitting there being like, listen, (laughs) I just like in my mind, I'm like, Oh, how do I get her to stop? Or how do I get her to be like, Hey, you're just, you're talking a lot about you and this is about me and I'm paying for me to be here. I remember that was actually the primary reason I left someone I left a therapist because they just talked all about their problems and what they were going through um, and how my problem related to their kids and their whatever they're going through. And I was just like, I can't deal with this anymore. And I remember going to my next therapist and literally being like, they're like, well, what do you expect from these sessions? And I'd be like, don't talk about yourself all the time. I can't deal with it. I understand you might want to like say that you relate, but this is, this is about me. (laughs) I've had other people have that feedback. And so and I don't, and I think that translates outside of just therapy. I think it also translates to wanting to support someone and be there for them. And, you know, I feel like it's really easy for us to immediately be like, hey, that's happened to me. This is what I did. This is how it went for me and blah, 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 blah. You think it's going to be helpful because you think your experience will like bond you to the situation with them, make them feel more comfortable and understand that other people are going through those same things. But a lot of times it's just like you're really... Uh, stealing their thunder from needing the help and support that they really need right now. The focus really needs to be on them. So just be really careful to be like, hey, that has happened to me before. Can I tell you my experience? Or if you feel like they are kind of like a people pleaser personality where you know that they're going to say yes, just kind of be like, hey, I've gone through that too. Let me know if you ever want me to tell you about it and what I did. But, you know, I understand where you're coming from and just kind of leave it at that, okay? So just some quick tips, fresh ideas for how to support someone else if you do find that you are the support person for someone in your life. Um, And so in regards to like having support people in your life, it doesn't have to be like a gaggle of people that you need in your life, like a whole bunch of people. Even if it's just one person, that's great. So for me, it's my husband and my therapist. That's who I have right now. Uh, the friends that I had in my life have like gone, like I'm in a season of life where there's like a lull in having actual close friends and I'm totally fine with that. It's not a big deal for me personally. Uh, so it's just my husband and my therapist. And you know, um, this can be friends, family, or someone outside of these groups. It's like all dependent on who you'd like to choose. Sometimes I do talk with another friend of mine, um, but only about certain things, which I also think is okay because You know, you can talk with certain people about certain things and not others. It's all about how much you trust them and you feel comfortable talking to them about your really personal and vulnerable things. But when there isn't trust, it's devastating, right? If you've ever been in a situation in a relationship uh, where you realize that your trust has been broken, then it's just so saddening and disheartening and you just feel so deflated, right? Sometimes you think you can trust them and it turns out you can't or you fear trusting anyone again because you fear it not working out because of like past experiences and things where you've had fallouts before because people broke your trust and that really, really, really sucks. Um, So this is why I wanted to chat about how to 
choose the right people to seek support from in your life because this might be people and this might be people that you already know and people that you don't know yet but will become friends with and will have these like you'll become friends with them and get to know them or decide to seek them out and then you'll have these tips to determine if they can be your support support person or not um so again you know, because maybe you've been holding off on really <laughs> diving deep into the trust with someone that you know and that you adore and that you really enjoy spending time with, but you just don't really know if it's going to be right. So here are five great tips on how to choose the right support people for you. The first tip is determine the type of person you'd actually enjoy being around. So what personality traits make it easy to be around them? What feel co- What feels comfortable? I would say first and foremost with someone that you need to and would like to establish trust with and be able to share those things, you actually need to actually enjoy being around them. You need to enjoy their company, their personality. Uh, I would say this is not the opportunity for you to cherry pick and be like, well, they give great advice, but they annoy me in every other like facet of them. And you need to be able to enjoy them wholly as a person and just be like, okay, yeah, this person's really cool. We get along. Um, maybe we have differencing opinions on this thing, which is totally fine, but like, you know, really get along and we, and we like care about each other and yeah. So you want to really determine like the type of person that you would actually really enjoy and then use that as like, you know, a jumping off point for you to be like, okay, like, so if you find someone in your life that you already have or that you're getting to know, you're like, okay, are they the type of person that I want to hang out with? Are they the type of person that... I really enjoy spending time with. Is it easy to talk to them? Uh, but do they just seem genuine? Like those kind of things, you got to ask yourself those kind of questions. Number two is find someone that demonstrates integrity to you. Integrity is so super important. So you want to make sure that they are trustworthy. Maybe you've discovered in conversation that they have put their trust in other people or you find out that other people have been able to trust them with really, really important things. And so just knowing that they've had trust with other people kind of can put you at ease a little bit. You also, they have to have the ability to be honest with you. I I so heartily disagree with like the whole, well, you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings, so I won't tell them the truth thing. Like, it's such a bunch of bullcrap, right? It truly is. I just want you to know that you need to, like, integrity includes honesty, and you need to find someone that's going to be honest with you, that's going to tell you the cold, hard truth, and they're going to do it with tact, though, so they're not going to just be, like, spouting truth and then, like, hurting your feelings. (laughs) No, they are going to, like, I'm nervous. No, they're going to be like, hey, listen, I need to tell you this and I mean this well and this is this and this and this. Like be able to tell you in a way that you will listen and you will understand and you will know it's coming from their heart. But they're not lying to you or trying to hold something back from you just to like not hurt your feelings. Like no, being truthful is so, so much more important than like, you know, saving your feelings from any sort of weird awkwardness. I, I promise you, it might still feel awkward and weird and uncomfortable and sad and upsetting and frustrating in the moment. But wouldn't you rather like known the truth than to go forever not knowing it and then it ending if like finding out that you could have done something different or changed something and the situation could have been better? I don't know. I just think that they have to be, 
you know, their integrity, integrity includes being honest. And also you need to be able to depend on them and that they are going to do what they say they're going to do. They are going to follow through with their word. And if they are unable to, they are going to let you know in advance. And then they'll also need to be loyal. So all of that is wrapped up in being in like having integrity, which is like being trustworthy, having the ability to be honest with you, um, you being able to depend on them and them having the ability to be loyal to you and not just be like flip floppy um, or wishy-washy with what they say, what they're going to do and how they're going to be there for you as well. I, I mean, I feel like this is an obvious thing, but I guess I should say that obviously you would want to reciprocate all of these things to them so that it is this like balanced uh, friendship and relationship and uh, however it is. So you know what I mean? Okay. So integrity. The next one, number three, is they also need to be a caring person. So not only do you need to actually enjoy being with them and they need to have integrity, they also need to be a caring person. So someone that cares is like able to listen, uh, to understand you and um, really like listen to understand and not respond. It's like the most classic rule for listening because a lot of people will think that they're listening, but they're actually already formulating like their response in their mind when that's not actually active listening. Active listening is to listen to understand what they're saying, have the pause that you need to come up and formulate your response and then respond to them, right? You're really giving them the respect that they deserve and actually fully listening to what they're saying. So that's part of being caring as well as um, being able to listen and understand you without being judgmental, really having a wide perspective on like, okay, you know, listening to you and being like, oh, I can I can see it from your, your vantage point. I understand that you think differently than me. You have different values and core beliefs and that's okay. And really understanding that there is no need to judge you at all because that's not really going to help with creating that trusting relationship. And it's just not fair and it's really unnecessary because we're all made to be different on purpose. Um, and then the last part about being caring is the ability to be empathetic, which is just to understand how like you're feeling and what you're going through and really just like understanding what would come up, what feelings would come along with like whatever experience that you are going through. So just being empathetic. So being that caring person, again, is being able to listen to understand and not respond, not be judgmental and to really be empathetic. Number four is find someone that isn't negative about everything in their own life. So this might seem like super obvious again, but you don't want someone that hasn't found the support they need for themselves because even if they have the ability to support you, it will burn out eventually if they don't help themselves. So it can seem like someone is totally kind and open and and like big hearted and wants to help you, but you know that their life is kind of a little bit of a hot mess. You know what I mean? Just to be honest, um, you might, they might like really want to offer their help and be there for you and be that support person and always want you to come to them. Like they're very much, oh, come talk to me. I'm here. Like talk to me all the time. And But if you know that they are not addressing things that you know are going on in their life, they will burn out. They will just become so overwhelmed and so consumed in their own emotions and their own like 
whatever they're going through, that they won't be able to be there for you. And if that is like the only support person that you currently have in your life, that's kind of like a bummer for you. And I know that sounds kind of selfish to say it out loud, but it's true. And so I'm not saying that you can't be friends with these people and that you can't, you know, look to them to be a support, but they're not going to be at like a continuous stable support until they're able to address their own struggles, their own issues. It's just the honest truth. I could even say that about myself. There was a time for years, like obviously I've talked about many times how I am like a recovering people pleaser and I still struggle with it a little bit, but you know, we're, we're making it through. <laughs> Life isn't perfect. We're continuing to become our best selves every day, right? right? Like I always say, but there were definitely times where I would have these roller coaster of issues and struggles that I was going through. And definitely when you're, you're, you're on the mountaintop, you feel like you can do anything. And I was trying to help everyone in the entire world. And then when I would slip down into the valley, it's like I had no capacity to help anyone because I was so consumed, overly consumed with all the crap that I was going through. There was no way I was going to be able to help anyone else. And it's just that a lot of people don't think about that because it does feel kind of judgy. Like I said, you I just don't think this should be your main support person. And this might be like a controversial uh, statement to say, but really, if we want to be friends with them and support them and you want them to support you, you need to support them first and be like, hey, I think you need to do this, that, and the other. If you have a close enough relationship where you can be real like that um, and just really understand that that balance is going to be so off and it's not going to serve you very well. And it's not really going to serve them either. And being cognizant of that is so super important. So just make sure that you don't find someone that is a negative about their own life or just overly struggling with their own struggle bus of stuff going on. Um, it's just not going to work out very well for the long run. You know what I mean? And I understand that like different seasons of life, people will come in and out of your life, but that one might like go like a lot quicker than you're expecting. Okay, so number five and the last tip I have for how to choose the right support person for you is to be patient. I know it's the most boring and some would consider not helpful tip in the whole list, of course, um, but creating trust and lasting relationships takes time and shouldn't be rushed. If you find that you are rushing to trust someone in a relationship, that's like a red flag for yourself. Like why? Are you running to trust someone because you lacking trust anywhere in your life? I'm going to tell you the honest truth is that, yeah, I've been through that. I've been to that point where I didn't, like I was telling you, I didn't have anyone to trust when I was growing up. It wasn't until I was like in college. Um, and even then it really wasn't happening. It, I think it's because like a little bit later in college. And that's when I met my husband and I was able to like trust him from the jump, which was a beautiful blessing in my life. But there were like most of my life, I couldn't trust anyone because I just, of all the experiences, all the crap that I went through, but there were, there were a couple times where I did jump to trust people in newer relationships because I just wanted that feeling. I craved the feeling of being able to trust someone and not worry about someone doing something behind my back and, you know, creating drama or anything like that, backstabbing me and betraying my trust. And the times that I rushed it, what happened? You already know my trust was betrayed. 
So we really just need to take the time and be patient in seeking these people out in our lives or developing those relationships where you need someone you can trust that can support you and you can support them because you need to be sure. And yeah, we're going to make mistakes, right? Mistakes and failures are the best learning lessons we have in our life. And we're going to make mistakes. And I made mistakes about like rushing into trust and I learned my lesson, Um, But it's better to be prepared and understand what you should do so you make less of those. Um, And it's just good to be better prepared. So understand, be patient when you look for those relationships. Sometimes you might enter into a season of life where you only have like one person and maybe that one person is your counselor, your therapist, your coach, whomever that you can trust. And that's just what you need to cling to for right now until the next wave of life brings in those other people that will bless you. And you'll bless them, and it'll be a great, great relationships to come. So, okay, so that's all five of the great tips I have on how to choose the right support people for you. So, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. Just a reminder that in the show notes below, you can find me on Instagram, you can send me an email, you can um, click on the survey, the anonymous survey. <laughs> to submit any topics or ideas for me to talk about on the podcast. Um, You can join the newsletter. You can go to my website and check out all the things. You can sign up for a free call with me if you need to vent, talk about things, find someone you can trust. You can trust me. I will not tell anyone ever. I will be there for you. I will not talk about myself a lot. I promise. Um, And I think that's about it. So again, thank you so much for listening and downloading and sharing the show. You guys are amazing. I do it all for you. And I just love it. I absolutely freaking love it. So until next time, have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye everyone.